0: Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast, and today in the finale, I'm here with Moonboy704. Yes, sir. How's it going?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm great. I'm very much looking forward to this interview, because not only is it just the season finale, but I've been talking a lot with you just away from music and stuff like that, so it's kind of cool to interview someone that I'm pretty much, like, pretty comfortable with honestly because there's a lot of artists out there that i'm interviewing and i i just listen to their music i don't know that much about them as a person so i worry are they nice or right. whatever but anyway let's just get started i'm gonna stop rambling <laughs> and no um, worries, man. what would you say your favorite genre of music to listen to would be
1: see that's always like such a tough question for me because I know so many people that make music but I also grew up with parents that listen to music like ranging around the 70s and the 80s and 90s and that alternative grunge kind of sound but I grew up on an all-boys boarding school in Pennsylvania and because of that we had kids coming from all over so I got the chance to like really witness other cultures and thankfully other kinds of music along with that but I'm a huge fan of like international music. I think it's a great way of getting inspiration, you know, because a lot of people just go to their genre of music for inspiration. But I love going, pulling stuff from like anime openings. I love pulling stuff from like really anything for my music. So if I had to pick, I guess I'd go with, I guess I'd go with alternative rock. I grew up listening to Green Day. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was my first ever concert. I love Coldplay. I love just their style and their composition.
0: Altogether. Yeah, those are all classics too. That's a, those are major bands that I heavily grew up listening to. Also, and Green Day is also my dad's favorite band too. So when I was younger, I, I could not get in a car without hearing Green Day. So I, right, it's
1: like I've never met someone who's been like, "Who are the Red Hot Chili Peppers?" or "Who is Green Day?" Like that, like it baffles me that like people are like, "Who?" Like it's mm-hmm. crazy.
0: For sure, hundred percent. They're definitely classics. And what would you say your favorite genre of music to make would be?
1: I, don't, I have no idea that's so tough. Uh, you know, whenever I make music, I like but what I think makes me different is I'm taking in real things that happened in my life, real things that I felt. I'm not gonna rap about me holding guns and doing drugs and smoking and all and drinking because I've never done any of those things. Um, I just rap about like, I wouldn't even call it rap I just talk about really in my songs like what I'm going through how I'm feeling and regardless of other other people think of it whether it might be cringy or not at times it really helps me get through tough times at times or it just helps me express myself so I guess it's more like emo rap but I'm definitely trying out some new stuff I'm trying out some alternative xxx like no drums no 808 type stuff but Mm -hmm. i always i started off with emo rap took a lot of inspiration from juice world like everyone in the world does and x and a bunch of my friends that i got connected with too
0: it's it's crazy what you just said too because we have a lot in common like back to what you said about like the drink where people rap about drinking and drugs and stuff i i don't drink i don't do i don't use i don't do anything of that i'm very much like i'm pretty careful about the things that i do and stuff like that and not only that but also just like i'm a huge fan of xxx tentacion also Mm -hmm. so we're definitely right on the same page definitely that's really cool.
1: but it's like people who do that i'm like like, i like i understand why but like i've always grew up i always grew up with this sense of like thinking like you should always face the world like head on like and i don't need any help with that like i'm i'm blessed to have the friends that i have i'm blessed to have my family and the support that i have going on but whenever i have a problem or whenever i'm hanging out with people i like to be myself and i know that drinking and smoking and all that and putting on this facade that isn't real can change the way that people think about you and cause misinterpretations and i always want to be me 24 7 even when it's am at the worst of the worst or best of the best i always want to be myself and i don't want to like be the drunk me or the high me I, I just always prefer to be myself regardless of how good or bad it may seem
0: definitely definitely and that's probably going to connect to my next question which would be what is advice for an artist that is trying to make it in this scene because it's not easy to make it in any genre of music or anything
1: not at all um well for me like how i started was is i I was in a rough time in my life i was I was producing for a while, and I decided like it's time I just put stuff out. I don't care how bad it is. I'm going through a rough time. I was feeling a little bit depressed when I first started making music. I was sad I wasn't in the best mental space, and I decided like all right, I'm gonna put myself out there and I'm gonna you know put my emotions down for other people to see, but more importantly, so that way over time, I could see my growth and at the end of the day, it made me happy. And that's the number one thing that i'd suggest for people is be your number one biggest fan don't make music for your friends or that or whatever girl or whatever your family make music that makes you happy because at the end of the day if you're not your number one fan then out under i don't understand like it's like if you're you should be your number one fan and you should love every single thing that you are putting out there for other people to hear at the end of the day it's for yourself
0: yeah and i tell my friends this all the time also that make music If you don't like what you're doing, you need to just change your style. Changing your style. I mean, a lot of people are afraid to change your style because they're afraid of what people will think, what their fans will think. But then again, that goes back to what you said. Do what you want. And if you're not your number one fan, you need to change it. You need to change something. Or maybe just music isn't for you all in itself. And that's unfortunate. But if you're not liking what you're doing, what's the point?
1: Right. Like, you always have to love yourself above everything. And that just that goes beyond music. Like you're all at the end of the day, like regardless of how people are, you're always going to be like the number one person to yourself. And I don't think a lot enough people realize that. But in music, like it's OK to be selfish. It's OK to say I can't I can't work right now. I'm working on something myself. I'm working on perfecting my sound. I, I totally understand when people are selfish as, you know, due dates come and like I understand that. But like as long as like you're working on perfecting your sound and putting yourself first, unless you are a manager or a producer, then there are obviously some you know there's some leeway to leeway there. But at the end of the day, like if you don't love yourself, like I don't, then you gotta fix things. You gotta change things up. It's not a bad thing, but it's something that you gotta put at the top priority. Mm-hmm.
0: And back to your music, I'd say one thing about you that I heavily noticed is how underrated you are because you may not just have like the most followers in the world but that doesn't matter it shows through your numbers and your numbers are insane they're ridiculous like at somebody your size you your numbers are literally like amazing you have a song at 13 almost 14k you have one almost at 9k and you've also worked with a lot of people that I'm familiar with in the scene, too, like B-Murph mm-hmm. and Rockstar Zen, who I heavily respect, too. And the fact that you're able to get these numbers and not have, like, the most followers in the world, that doesn't matter. Exactly, like, numbers at the end of the day don't matter as long as what you're making and showing is good, which I think is good, and... I mean, just your numbers are very, very good and it's definitely gonna pay off. I definitely see a huge future for you for
1: sure. Thank you, man. And the thing about that is like I don't need like I don't really care about numbers. Like I know that's like the most cliche like artist thing to say, but like when it comes to fans, like I would rather I would rather like keep the same like awesome 50 fans that I have now than like grow to like to I'd love to grow but like I'd rather have them than like any other like group of fans that are like just like oh whatever like because like they give me so much love and all like everything and Zen it's such a funny story I posted uh my arms the song that's almost at 14k by now um on a Guala beat stream this producer stream and Zen happened to be on it and Guala happened to react to it and then Zen hit me up through SoundCloud and he wanted to work with me. And then we made a song together. And then that's how I met everyone. So Zen, if you're hearing this, like, I love you, bro. Because, like, he set me, he was the person that, like, set everything in stone. Like, and I owe so much to him. He's hes always, he was, like, the first person there for me when I started making music.
0: And I found out about you through, I found you one day just, I think you were probably in my SoundCloud Weekly um, playlist that came up when I was just scrolling through SoundCloud and you came up also as a recommendation through Study Hearts, which I know you know that it is too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I ever since then I've just been invested in listening to your music and seeing your growth. So the fact that you have that almost mindset that you don't have to have the most fans in the world. The fact that you have the fans that are loyal and almost like are genuine because that's a lot of it's a big issue in the scene there's a lot of fans that are fake fan right right for sure so i'd say like that mindset is extremely important
1: that's right and like you'll not like i know people have like bought views and like have bought like followers like i know that there's a way to do that through soundcloud and at the end of the day that's only going to get you like so far into like, yeah. a point and i feel like if you're doing that you're not like once again like prioritizing yourself and what you think like i would i would still be doing the stuff that i was doing and i'd still take my time with like releasing because like i want each track to be appreciated i want to take like so much time writing so that way i'm getting out like how i'm feeling and make sure that nothing i'm putting out there is fake like i would be doing the same exact things i'm doing now if i had five fans and my songs are getting like Five plays four zero I would still be doing the same thing because I love doing music so much I always wanted to do it I've been producing since I was 13 I'm 18 now and I've been recording for almost like a year now and it's the best decision I've ever made it's improved my confidence I'm happier because of it and I feel so much more confident in myself and I feel like I'm really able to put myself out there in more than just music situations now and I'm really blessed for it and anybody that's on the verge of like should I start like there's no reason why you shouldn't start because at the end of the day if you have something in mind that like you want to put down and like you think you can do it you probably Mm can't and there's no reason why you should hesitate and you should just go
0: definitely and literally anybody can make music you don't have to be the most talented producer you don't have to have the best vocals in the world it's it's just the harder part is actually doing it and uh, not just only doing it but Deciding to legitimately do it and stick with it because there's people that can just make music, but a lot of times, if their numbers don't show, or people that are like heavily invested in like buying for reposts and stuff we've gone over, it's not going to get you anywhere, honestly. Like, yes, you may be buying one repost that will help one song, but you're not going to buy a repost for every song, and that's not going to just pave your way, it's not going to give you a career you need to have a career through showing your growth and dedication to music which i definitely think right. you have
1: for sure right and you could even get involved like even if like you're just making art for people like there's always a way that you can get involved even if you don't want to like produce or like actually like sing, like there's always a way that you can get
0: involved mm-hmm. and that comes back to me where i'm not a producer i'm not a music creator but i love music music is a huge part of my life and the fact that I'm able to almost do what I do just free
1: on it. You deserve all... to do it for free. You deserve exactly. to do it for free. Yeah. We're going to get you to that point. We're, we're going to get you to that point. Uh-huh.
0: Like I, I don't want money. I don't make money off of SoundCloud. And for anyone that doesn't know, I, uh my streams have actually been up on Spotify and I didn't know that I had my Spotify Um, monetized. So the money I made through Spotify, I actually gave to a cancer federation because I felt that I didn't need the money through just promoting artists that I felt deserve it. I feel that people that need the money deserve the money. That's why I chose to do that. And that's what a lot of artists need to have that mindset too. Like, It's not only just about money and that kind of stuff. It's taking the Steps to realize that music is not just for making money it's music you make it because you love it
1: yeah that's that's incredible man like huge props to you for doing that and that's why I work free like I'll I'll, like send out beats for free like I'll work with anyone for free and I get like so disappointed when someone says charge because at the end of the day like like at, at the end of the day like even if you're getting like I had a talk with my friend about this the other day like even like on Spotify, like if you get like a thousand plays, like that's hardly like even like a couple cents. So at the end of the day, like you're sacrificing what could be like something amazing and something that can bring you so much joy, and share like something with someone else. Like you'll always have a, like I'll always have a connection with Zen because he's the first person I ever collabed with, like and put out a song with. And like you could have like those moments with someone, but like instead you're worrying about like what fifteen bucks, exactly like, twenty bucks like like i just think i just i just don't think it's worth it like once you get to a certain point like of course it's okay like once you're like verified like like that's understandable but like at the end of the day i always think that like making music should always be the top priority Mm -hmm. and you you probably know who garden is he's a huge artist within
0: that rose from our scene and Mm -hmm. he is obviously verified now he's pretty much mainstream i'd say and he still maintains his connection to his fans even though he has a lot due to the fact he's verified and and he's like getting like a million streams per month on Spotify mm-hmm. and that's and stuff like that he's always had the mentality that he's still in the underground because money doesn't matter to him he he just wants to be happy and that's what that's um a mindset i wish other artists would have so true for sure I mean, it's,
1: it, it's like it's like hold on to the people that were there with you first because i definitely like whenever i was doing it like and i was at boring school before i met like anyone that was doing this i was receiving so much backlash and like that my stuff like because of course like the stereotype is like I'm, a, I'm like seven i was 17 at the time like i'm making music about like all this heartbroken shit at a school surrounded by like a bunch of boys and it's like this always like male like climbing to the top kind of thing where like I'm I'm more manly than you. I'm more manly than you, and I'm over here like writing so- love songs to someone who doesn't even care. And I took I took so much from that, but and I was so, I was it really affected me. Like at the beginning, I'm like I don't even know if I should continue doing this, but I'm so glad that I pushed through, and I'm so glad that like and I still like hold on to like to those first people that like started following me and those first people that supported me because it means so much to me whenever like no one was showing love to my stuff and now like i am where i am and mm-hmm, hopefully i can continue sure. growing and regardless of how big i get i hope that i can maintain that same level of respect and love for the people that were there with me day one
0: definitely stick with the people that have been with you since the beginning almost don't let them slip away just because you're getting bigger that's definitely a huge thing that i heavily respect and for sure. that goes on to my next question uh, do you have any reasoning behind your stage name, Moonboy? Because obviously your name is not Moonboy because that's not a name. It's a stage name.
1: <laughs> well, my first name was ADD. It was some stupid, like, like, I need a name. I don't know what my name is. And I have ADHD. My first three letters of my name. Now, I'm like, that's a good enough reason. But um, the reason why I chose my name, 704, uh, I'm from Charlotte, Davidson area. So that's that's my area code. And I wanted to like, you know, really step my grounding here. Cause like whenever I moved to North Carolina two, three years ago, it was really whenever like I started turning into a different person, I really like started loving myself more and I became more proud of myself both as a person and as at the time as a producer. And the reason why I called myself Moon Boy was because I've spent it's just re- reflecting always back to like the moon and how it's like always up there. I like, it's always up there, but it's, sh- it's shining and it does so much for like the planet as like, this is going to sound so cliche, but it was my reasoning for the time. It does so much for like the planet, like, and there are stars around it, but like, they're never on top of it. you never see stars like covering up the moon. Like you'll see clouds and like the moon is up there, but it's like in the background. So I'll, and I relate to the moon a lot uh, that, you know, at night, whenever like I'm looking up at it, like, I just feel a certain way. So it may sound stupid, but... No, I, mean,
0: I, I definitely think it makes sense because, like like you said, it's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? The moon's just right. always... It, in our lifetime, it's not it's not going anywhere. So make... It, you're going to have to live through the mindset of it, it's not a big deal. You probably don't even focus on the moon that often. Regular people exactly. don't, You know what I mean? And the It controls
1: the tide. It controls the tide. It's it controls- so important.
0: It's-, it's such an important thing that not that many people pay attention
1: to it's so beautiful whenever you do pay attention to it but then usually you're like on to the next thing you know exactly. so and it does so much like you know like how many people like look up at the moon and say that's so beautiful and like it gives them that like little inspiration or it gives them that little smile that can push them through whatever hard stuff they're going through and that's what i like that's what i like my music to do i m- don't make stuff where it's like you know like I don't necessarily make the happiest stuff. I make stuff that's sad, but like enough to get you out of a dark place or a mm-hmm. sad place, I, you know? And that's my goal. I'll, I was at such a low point then whenever I started making music and my music brought me up. So I hope that the stuff that I'm making can do the same for someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. And that goes back to like your cover. Like all of your cover are like pictures of people looking at amazing views, looking at the stars, mm-hmm. looking at the moon. Actually, in space, like it, you have almost the mindset of looking at things the best way possible, even in shitty positions, which is oh, for sure. I wish more people did. And I've said that a lot, but a lot of people, when they go through problems, like we said, they either do drugs or drink or find toxic ways to cope with it. The best right. way to do it is either push through it or you give up which is horrible idea to do
1: mm-hmm. definitely and, and it- like my name like like the moon you got to control the tide like even whenever like you don't notice like you're always controlling the waves you're always controlling what like you're doing you know then it's like you don't even realize it but every action you have like changes everything it's like the butterfly effect is real every single thing that you do like will affect your future mm-hmm. and that's i why think I the believe- butterfly effect is
0: so interesting.
1: It really is. My so, dad is uh, my dad is a sociology major and like I've heard all this stuff like I have a book down below me. It's like a bunch of what ifs about like if the Kraken was real and all that like weird shit. I'm so into that.
0: If you weren't doing music in your free time, what do you think you'd be doing besides obviously school? And like, what do you think you'd be doing in your free time?
1: Uh, I just got out of high school. Um, My dad was also a tennis coach, along with being a sociology teacher. At the boarding school i went to uh and grew up on uh and i played tennis since i was like two years old that was my first love and one of the reasons why my mental health was struggling at one point was because tennis is such a solo game and it's like you're out there on your own island it's not like any other sport where like it's just you versus someone else and it, it then basically comes down to uh who's better there's no excuse you guys are dealing with the same circumstances same ball same court same everything and I was doing pretty well because I've spent my whole life doing it but like even still like the mental stress and like all that like but such a like dampener and like it put a lot of pressure on myself and I was I was playing at the number one spot as an eighth grader because I skipped eighth grade so as a freshman at 13 i was playing against guys that were like committed to ohio ohio state and getting my ass kicked and it made me feel like garbage but yeah um i'm always about giving back and i'm always making so i actually started working with kids both uh, both at like uh esl camps and both teaching them tennis that's something i'm so passionate and i love working with kids and i love just helping people out so I'd probably mm-hmm. be a co-founder of this. I'm yeah, kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, but um I, I've, I haven't really thought of that. I don't really I'd probably I'd probably be working with kids or with artists in some way. I think I've I give myself a lot of credit for I think I can help out a lot of artists because I've been working with music for so long, coming up with ideas, whether I'm engineering or producing. I really think that that's something that I'd like to pursue if I wasn't being able to sing or make music myself. It's just mm-hmm. help other artists either promote or engineer or or help produce in any way that I could. Yeah.
0: And this is a, a thing that a lot of people don't understand. Obviously, there are some people that are not maybe as committed to promoting as I am. But just in general, promoting is hard like it actually is hard to do it is hard it is hard to do because you have to do it almost correctly Do you know what I mean you can't figure anyone
1: even I'm still like figuring it out like even I'm still like scared to do it you know like but like you just gotta you gotta commit and like every single like post you make has to be like a certain way and like you really gotta find your fan base and I'm lucky that like I I really think I started a good foundation for mine but man like I give you so much credit because you like put yourself out there like so well but it's so challenging to do
0: it is yeah and that's also why i'm like so thankful to actually stick with it and almost make change even if it's not drastic change even if it's not mainstream change i'm not expecting it to end of the day all that matters to me is artists that i believe that deserve to be more heard get yeah. more heard and i get no benefit just besides the happiness and pride of knowing that i helped
1: And the fan base that you're making like it's like you have the people that like enjoy listening to you i've definitely listened to you like i love your podcast it's so relaxing and it's so like insightful and it gives such great advice like and you really get to meet like artists and then like people that listen to them like they, like people that constantly listen to you or have started listening because of one person you're expanding so many fan bases and like you're you're like setting up so much so many connections with people like it's really incredible like it's i give you all the props in the world for what you're doing Mm because no one was like Kev, uh it's about that time uh you have to start that podcast and uh benefit and help everyone you just you just did it (laughs) you were just like I feel like making a podcast today and, like, helping out people. Like, who does that, Kev? <laughs> and like, only that
0: I'm not even the best talker in the world, honestly. I'll even admit it. I do have an occasional stutter and that kind of stuff. But that doesn't, that matter. doesn't matter. The way that I'm – I feel like I'm able to just handle it and not care about what people think is no, what sure. keeps me going, definitely. But anyway –
1: you should do an interview with yourself for like your both parts and then like you just cut out the middle. I would, I would <laughs> definitely tune fun. into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, uh, for, for season three finale, like <laughs> Kev interviews be. Kev. Oh my God, I'd tune into that so fast. That'd be
0: really funny. But anyway, back to you. Out of what you've done so far in music, what do you feel your biggest accomplishment
1: would be? Getting better mentally and gaining confidence. I had a lisp. I took speech therapy up until fifth grade, and then uh, it was like the first day of like going to speech therapy, and I lied. like I enunciated everything crazy, so I wouldn't have to continue going to speech therapy. And like till this day, that's my biggest regret because like I st- I like still have some speech therapy problems or I have- and I have a little bit of a lisp, and I talk stupid sometimes. And I had like such a confidence issue. like i I never really grew up with like a group of friends um. I was in a lot of relationships that didn't really work out and tennis was a a big struggle for me like mentally it was really weighing me down and i needed something to get me out and above all else i never thought like i'd be where i am and like the confidence that i have because of music is the biggest thing that i've ever accomplished and never i never thought i'd make it past 1k 2k 5k like any of that like my like that's my arms is probably the most passion i've put into a song and the fact that it's paying off so well is incredible and my other song La- the last star the way that i put i'm I that I'm, my biggest accomplishment really is getting better mentally and seeing that my feelings and how i truly feel is corresponding with other people that they that they are able to play it over and over and feel something from it Mm-hmm. and that's almost. the that's the biggest thing
0: mm-hmm. and almost like i'd say focus on the bigger picture
1: you know what i mean oh, for sure
0: like like, I,
1: like i'd rather relate to someone about like yo this this sucks right now but things are gonna get better just like looking at like the smallest things but also keeping in mind the big picture to get better and that's like such a big thing like for me mm-hmm. and you know i was just so low like I can't emphasize that enough like I have such confidence issues I was depressed like I was just so sad and like I never thought that like I'd be like seriously making music and like I'd rather relate to people um I had a bad day you know like this girl's fucking with my head You know, I can't believe things ended up like this compared to I have a gun too I drink too I smoke too because like I feel like whenever you whenever you interact with someone's emotions Like to a level that's not messing with them when it's just really appreciating them and relating to them. I feel like there's such, you know, like a special energy that you get from that. And I'm happy Mm -hmm. with the people that follow me because I really feel like they get that same energy from the stuff that I'm putting out there. And I'm truly blessed from that.
0: Mm -hmm, Definitely. And it goes to show that like through music, music, especially the genre that we are focused on. Is heavily based off of our emotions, and when it's when that's the case, your emotions obviously change if things either get worse or better. So your music changes, and that's the thing that i are struck a lot more by the fans because the fans almost understand that, and they still show the support to the same artist, even though sometimes that would other alter the sound, the vibe. It doesn't matter the fact that we're able to almost understand that it's just music is heavily related off of emotion and that things are going to change and it's not that bad
1: at all. Right. And, and like, I could, like, you really feel like whenever, like, like obviously like people like will be putting their emotions, like and writing about sad shit, but there's a difference. Like I really feel like you could tell the difference whenever someone is like all right, they're writing this because it's a song and they're writing this because at one point or right now, this is how they truly feel. And that's why I, I take time when like I upload, I don't upload like every week or every other day or randomly, like I time it out. So that way, like I'm making sure like, yeah, this is how I'm feeling this week. Uh, let me put out something that, you know, will make me feel better or something that will express myself this week or even this month, No, you know, like, <laughs> That's so important. Express yourself and love yourself and love everything that you do, even even the bad. Because at the end of the day, you can't just like, I'm going to go be this person today. You have to love the downfall. And I think what, what not enough artists do is that whenever they're at that low place, they try coping with it, with whatever they choose to do. And whenever I get sad, the first thing I do is write, because that's never... I'm able to express myself the best. And it's also just great, like, way to just calm down and really process everything and think it through before doing something stupid.
0: hmm definitely. And for my final question, if you were to have one feature out of any artist, dead or alive, who would it be?
1: That's the hardest. Kev, I'd have you. That's because... That would- that would not be a good I've, song <laughs> i have two though because i wanted i wanted to see it you're interacting with all this artist all these artists you say you have a great like you listen to green day i want to i wanted to, i want to see like what you would come up with i'm sure that like i'm not the only one that feels that way yeah but like you're not
0: a lot of my friends so, told me i should make so music.
1: when's when's the album coming <laughs> yeah it's definitely possible um I mean, you obviously already have a mic. Yeah, I mean, I I really want to. And I
0: have friends that could show me. It's just the time and commitment. Like, I'm definitely done to do it. I just need to do it. Do you know what I mean? But then again, I love promoting so much that if I were to make music, I wouldn't be promoting as much. And I'd almost lose my name as a promoter, more like an artist. And the whole thing about me is I just want to focus on getting other people's names out there that's probably a big reason why i haven't made music yet i'd say
1: if you really are the modern day gandhi i just want to let you know that first off (laughs) and if i if i dead can i give a dead answer and an alive answer Mm -hmm. i really would that's so tough alive Alive. I I'm been a huge Uzi fan. I think Eternal Take is the best album of 2020. You can fight me all you want. I think the way that he tells like the story throughout the album, that's definitely someone that I would love to work with. Trippy is definitely up there with his like insane like his he like he started off screaming and everyone was like at first like all right this is whack as hell, and now like he's doing everyone's like so well and like it's crazy. He's definitely up there too and i love to keep working with the people that like a lot like the the number one answer would probably be like continue working with the people like i'm working with now just because i have such good connections with them and regardless of how big i become like i'm not gonna like throw them behind i'm just gonna be like see i'm up here and you know you are wherever you are so guys like steady i'd love to make another song with zen uh 88 uh you know, guys like that, like that I started off working with, I'd love to continue working with them. And obviously I'd love to work with, I'd love to work with X. I'd love to work with Peep. I've never been the biggest Peep fan. And I know I'm probably going to receive some backlash for that, but I do appreciate what he did. I'd love to work with him and just to see, because I could tell that he put a lot of emotion into his songs. And I'd love to like be in the booth with him and be in like a studio with him. To see how he comes up with what he does. And Juice is just, Juice was just Juice. Juice, like, that's all you have to say about him. He was so influential. Like, I'm, like, I'm, whenever X first died, like, you'd see on YouTube and you'd see like a bunch of his type beats and you still see him. But Juice World is still having like so many beats, like, that are his like style, like, still put out. Like, and there's, there's definitely something to be said for that like his longevity that how long like x and juice are gonna last like they're gonna last so long and it's incredible like and it's so disappointing to see like how everything went down it's just, it's it sucks it really does because
0: yeah. juice actually died it's only 20 minutes away from where i live yeah he's crazy died at uh midway airport if i'm not mistaken
1: and don't, don't give away your address <laughs> no not like not like anyone's gonna come kill you i don't know why yeah. anyone would do that but but anyway but just in case let's not drop that address yeah
0: but anyway just it was it, i was really really broken up about Juice's death but i was actually probably more broken up about x's death because i was a lot more invested in like, his music
1: i was like what the fuck i was like oh that was insane and mm-hmm. like I don't know, I don't know, like, the, like, whole, like, I could be completely wrong, but little like, wasn't it, like, Lil Tay, like, Lil Tay's event, mm-hmm. which is why X was there in the first place? Yeah, something
0: like that, it was weird, and, but I anyway. feel
1: bad, like, as annoying as she was, like, I do mm-hmm. feel bad, like, for being responsible for that, like,
0: damn. Yeah, honestly, so. But anyway, uh, if you want to check out Moon Boy. His link will be down below. I I heavily recommend it. He's a very underrated, talented artist. and
1: I will be coming to Spotify soon. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was a pleasure.